You a hater, hater bear. Like, rate, review, share, worship. I literally watched all four of them super kick one person at the same time. Yeah, I was just watching, man. I watched that Darby Allen match where the nigga looked like he were uh, wrestling um, Dr. Death or whatever. And um, I'm watching that shit. And then I'm like, okay, it's, it's all right. It's okay match. I really don't. I hate to sound like Jim Cornette, but I really don't like the whole, like, I'm going to put this small cruiserweight against a big dude and mm-hmm. then a cruiserweight kind of dominate or beat his ass or whatever. A cruiserweight should always win against a heavyweight on some slick shit, but whatever. That's just me. They trying to get and, him like a Rey Mysterio effect. Yeah, yeah, but Rey Mysterio, they that's how they fuck Rey Mysterio up. Everybody liked Rey Mysterio when he was winning on, like, oh, he got a roll up. Or, oh, nigga tried to hit him with a chair and he missed and he got hit with a chair and then he, he won. But when they start like, oh, Ray Mysterio gonna beat Kevin Nash, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I watched that Darby Allen thing, and then it was like Sting no sell the RKO from that dude, and then it got up, and Sting Scorpion death dropped him, and I was like, okay, that was a bad segment. Then the dude came out, and they wanted to get the dude some some positive heat. Um, the light skinned dude, the Afro, I can't think of his name, mm-hmm. and he was like, I'll fight anybody in the back. And then lights go out, and of course, of course, it's Alistair Black. So fuck yeah, I like Alistair Black and all his demonic shit. That's cool, good gimmick. Yeah, Alistair Black come out, he super kick him or whatever the little side kick or whatever. Lights go out again. He on the bottom of the ring now on the floor, and he's like the house of Black itself. And I'm like, although I like Alistair, aka Malachi Black, that was a piss poor segment too. So guess what? I'm out of here. <laughs> Not watching this shit no more. I'm gonna go to YouTube and watch Star Trek online videos. No, nah, when um when Darby Allen was like, and literally, <laughs> it's funny because it's funny because my girl acknowledged the same thing. It was like he was like, I painted fifty percent of my face because half of me is dead inside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just I like Darby Allen. I like what they've done with him. I like how they try to get him over. He kind of got over himself though. But the Steam shit is trash, bro. Yeah. I'm straight on the Steam shit. Because at the end of the day, my boy, Darby don't need Sting to get over. Before Sting came over, he got over when he came out on that skateboard. Yeah. He was over. He was over. I think so, one of my, like, favorite all-time wrestling moments, being that you mentioned no-sells, ironically was a no-sell. It was, oh. it was when Triple H pedigree ultimate worry and he got right back up. Now that's a good no sell. Was that um is that WrestleMania Triple H versus uh Ultimate Warrior when Ultimate Warrior came back in the 90s? That was like WrestleMania 12 or something like that. Right, right. Hollywood, right? Yeah, I believe. One of the greatest, one of the greatest and most stupid at the same time matches of all time is in that WrestleMania, my boy. Roddy Roddy Piper versus Gold Dust Street match. Oh my God. <laughs> Boy, I don't know if you got Peacock because I know they got rid of WWE Network. It's only on Peacock now. Yeah, I got Peacock. Go back and watch that shit tonight, my boy. Go watch that shit tonight, my boy. If you, I don't know if you got to work in the morning or whatever. You ain't even got to watch the whole WrestleMania. Just watch that match. <laughs> it's 
gold, bro. Like, it, no pun intended. It is amazing. It's like Roddy Piper and Goldust. First of all, Roddy Piper is so good at being a heel. Like, he's so good. <laughs> and you know his heel, like, you know he, like, not racist in real life, but you know, like, his character is, like, it's not, like, high-key racist, but it's like a, like, okay, I'm racist, but we're not going to talk about it type thing. Like what he did with Jimmy Snooker and all the Mr. T and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. So, of course, his character has to be homophobic, too. So, you know, Goldust is like, at the time, that's when Goldust was like over, over. Like, yeah, he's weird and gay acting and all that other stuff. And he just basically do some gay shit to Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> it's like it's like one of the greatest reasons to have wrestling beef in history. Like, nigga, you did some gay shit to me, I'm fighting. So like they they have like a street fight and in the back of the damn arena or the back of a Hollywood studio or whatever. And they have a street fight. And at one point, Roddy Piper get in an all gold like Lincoln and hit gold dust with it. And then like they take the video footage, because this is during the time of the OJ trial. They take the video footage from the OJ car chase. And they say that's Roddy Piper chasing gold, bro. It's some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see it. Hollywood, Hollywood backlot, bro. Bro, it's so fucking good, bro. It is literally one of the dumbest and greatest things in wrestling history. It is wrestling. Like some things in wrestling are funny. That shit is funny, funny. You hear me? Like, what makes wrestling great? is that it's fake that's what makes wrestling great and and it's like we watch it as as people who watch wrestling people who don't like wrestling they'll tell you oh you know it's fake right well duh bitch right like duh we know that but we're not watching it because we're it's not a boxing match we're watching it for the entertainment and like some of the greatest moments in wrestling is the entertainment aspect of wrestling I love the back, uh, the Hollywood back brawl um, that I just told you about. Um, Booker T and Stone Cold in the uh, the grocery store is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. That's always fucking phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but most most of iconic wrestling moments literally have nothing to do Stone with Stone Cold beats up Vince McMahon in the hospital. Awesome. Awesome. And then Mankind comes with the Mr. Sacco thing. Oh, so good. Oh, Brian Pillman and Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Great segment. Stone Cold throwing the Intercontinental title into the river. Like, also amazing. Gr- like, great segment or whatever. Like, Ooh. think about it. If you think about What about it, that time when Triple H, like, broke into Tess's house? Even better. That, that shit, when he broke into Tess's house, Triple H, when he drive through and marry Stephanie McMahon, and that became literally the, the WWE, and we thought it was just a gimmick. You feel me? Yeah. And it's like I, the I Quit match between The Rock and Mankind, where they had the where they hold had the whole empty stadium. That's what I'm saying, bro. If you really think about wrestling, bro, and like how much we love wrestling, and why we love wrestling, maybe one or two moments actually took place in the ring. Maybe one or two, but for the most part. It's all either a, a promo, like, you know, Booker T when he say, Hogan, we're coming for you next, nigga. <laughs> or like, or it's like a promo or some gimmick match or some real, like, it's some real, like, 
interesting, like funny shit, like what we're talking about right now, whatever. Then there's iconic ring moments like Undertaker and uh, Mankind, and you know bro, the. Uh, I literally thought he killed that nigga, bro. I, I tell niggas all the time though, like that that's a threw, that nigga threw him off the ring and then through the ring. You got to go look at the commentary, man, on WWE Network, where Taker's like. Him and him and Mick are talking about it, and Taker's like, he was basically like, just like, don't be dead, nigga, just don't be dead, like, because Mick told him to do it. <laughs> he was like, I'm not gonna do it, and Mick was like, No, you got to do it, and he's like, No, I'm not gonna do it, and then so like he did it, and Mick was just like, Don't die, like, like Mick, I mean not Mick, but uh, Taker was just like, Don't be dead, don't be dead, don't be dead, and then when he finally seen Mick move a little bit, he was like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> But like that, man, that that's an iconic like thing. But if you want to see like to me, like the most dangerous, like what is they doing, like crazy shit, there's a wrestling match. I think it was WrestleMania 2000, where it's like the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian. It might not even be WrestleMania, it might be TLC, but it's like the Dudley. Oh, I'm about Edge to say the first ever TLC match. Oh my god, bro. That shit is oh, I'm like my... that shit is insane, bro. Oh, hold on, let's 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 think Mick Foley for that promo. Yeah. Because it's it's like you said, it's the Hardy Boys, it's Edge and Kristen, it's the Dudley's. Right. Mick Foley is the uh is the general manager at the time. And you know Mick Foley he's like you know teetering between wrestling and stand-up comedy um at, at this time of his life. Right. And and Mick and Mick Foley comes up with this gimmick where Every time they find him, he's like in this random location with like the dumbest props, <laughs> and that's his like temporary uh, office. And and when um when if if you see his uh his documentary, he says, bro, the entire thing about that about that setup was he went to the writers and said, find me the dumbest shit, and we're gonna make it work. Yeah, man. <laughs> And and so, and so uh, the Dudleys, if I'm correct, the Dudleys are the tag team champions at this time. I I could be wrong. It could. I want to say I want to say it was, and they came right. up off them for Edge and Christian. Right. And the Hardys are coming up at the time. You know they're acrobatic. They're you know they're white boys, but they really could be cruiserweights if they spoke Mexican. And they're doing like this death-defying shit, and and so. Can I can I say, I was disappointed anytime the Dudleys didn't win. Oh man, <laughs> that to me, I don't care what nobody said. I don't care if you bring up all the animal. I don't care if you bring up the rockers. To me, the Dudley boys, to me, is the fucking pinnacle. But listen, do you know how much money I would pay? To see the Dudley Boys show up and dismantle the New Day, a lot, bro. Uh, I pay money just to see uh uh Bubba Ray fucking powerbomb that old bitch through a table again with that with that fucking um, shout out May Young. <laughs> shout out May Young. We're taking one of the greatest bumps in wrestling history. But yeah, but, can you I remind me of something when you had said about the um about the <laughs> New Day? Did you? Did y'all? Well, I'm pretty sure y'all ain't watch it, but did y'all stumble across that special on Netflix that was like, it's like an interactive show and it's like Escape the Undertaker. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I saw I didn't it. Watch that. I'm gonna have to I was it. told about it and I avoided it. <laughs> Yo, first of all, don't avoid it. First of all, um, my nigga, it's New Day. They came up with it. And we, again, I want to give a shout out to New Day real quick. Remember, I said this a few weeks back. The reason why I fuck with New Day is they came up with their own gimmick. And they shit been running for like, what has been like six years now? Who the fuck yeah. has a gimmick in wrestling that lasts for six years? So they came up with their own gimmick. It's been running for six years. And now Vince has let them turn it into you're the star of a Netflix interactive thing with the fucking Undertaker. Like, come on, bro. Like, shout out to them boys. And yeah. by the way, the, the belt's on Big E still. Right. So shout out to them boys. Hell, yeah, I'm a, so I fuck with Big I, E. I, I mean, just, just fuck my story, right? My bad, my bad. I'm just saying, just fuck my story. All right, cool. I mean, <laughs> not all the so, way. So, the, so the Dudleys <laughs> are fighting Edge and Christian. The Hardy Boys come out of nowhere, and it's all three tag teams against each other. Mick interrupts the uh, fucking match, you know, and he says, um, "I forget what pay per view this is coming up." And he says, "How about this tag team championship match, three way tag team championship match? It's the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian." Versus Hardy Boys, and then he, and then you know, because Mick is the king of hardcore, he's like, we got tables, ladders, and chairs, and everybody's like, you know, all excited and shit. And he's like, say it with me, guys: tables, ladders, and chairs. And then the crowd. Oh, I remember it. this. Right, and then he turns it into this Wizard of Oz, Dorothy Ann shit. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! And he's literally just walking away while still saying this, and the crowd is like, "Tables, ladders, and chairs." And you can hear Mick. Mick's not even on stage anymore. Mick's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> greatest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. And, and then it turned into what was one of the greatest damn fucking tag team wrestling matches of all fucking time, sir. All right, it definitely opened some doors, but I'm gonna go ahead and um introduce the show real quick. No Static Podcast, episode 169. I'm Dennis, your host. Coop is here. Damn. Am I? That's a lot. Jax is here. What up, niggas? LQ is here. Yes, sir. And like that, we bike with another one. How everybody feeling? I'm good. Y'all know that the universe expands into nothing. I just wanted to point that out. Wait, wait, wait. Did 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 you miss out on Neil deGrasse Tyson too? No, no. <laughs> I'm I'm currently uh, watching uh, YouTube and like doing a pod with y'all niggas. Uh, like I was saying with Dennis earlier, like I was watching AEW. I turned that shit off. And I was watching Star Trek shit, and then. I just seen a video. It says, what is the universe expanding into? And I was like, it's nothing. It expands into nothing. But humans don't even understand what nothing is. So y'all go ahead and continue. <laughs> Straight up. Um, all right. You want to get into... Um, you want to get into... All right. Let's start here. So God of War beat GTA 5 for greatest game of all <laughs> best game of all time. Yo, y'all really not going to let that go, are you? I, I I'm with I'm with the nigga. If he if the nigga if the nigga not gonna let go that GTA is better, I'm with him when he right. Cause 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 what the fuck is that? I told y'all niggas like what is this? Like huh? really? 
no, no, y'all are y'all arguing it because of GTA's run. Is GTA single-handedly probably one of the greatest games ever made? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Especially GTA 5. Okay. But here's my thing. There was a vote. We want to pretend that this is a democracy. And it lost. Now, if you want to go to the state of Arizona and pay for some votes, go ahead. Hey, buddy, I'll let you know, voting in Arizona is cheap. I just cop some. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just trying to figure out who they let vote, my nigga. Like who, who they let vote? Who, who you voted know. on this? Because okay. everybody who ever knew Heisenberg, no, how many, how many casual gamers though, yo? Like this is this is the thing, bro. Like when you take a poll like this, bro, it matters on who's voted. Like, is it casual gamers? Is it like it just matters, bro? <clears throat> Whenever you take a poll like this, phrasing. okay okay here but here here's my thing this is where i'm at with it people are fans of the moment and i'm willing to go out on the limb and say the the more the reason why god of war won over gta 5 is because it's the most recent video game gta 5 bro Here's my thing. Pull up, pull up the, the list. Yeah, pull it up. It was something that I was surprised about, and I think I had kind of talked about this. I was like, I was surprised that God of War beat Skyrim because before GTA, there was a Skyrim, and we about to approach the 10-year anniversary of that because they about to re-release it again. I mean, I don't know, bro. GTA go all the way back to Genesis, bro. People forget that. Well, GTA 5. Like... GTA. Just, I don't GTA, know, man. Put it this way: for this to only be the fifth installment of Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto has been getting played since like since damn, bro, since Bad Boy was on. Bro, I'm just saying, man. For me, man, wait, wait, I I literally have said multiple times. First of all, GTA Five came out years ago. Number one. Secondly, I is 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 unmatched as like the greatest run of any game ever. That's that's not even up for debate. But then, like I've said multiple times to myself, like not even talking to other people, like just like, damn, this is like the best game ever. Because I realized, oh, my 35 or 34 or 33 or 32 or 31 year old ass is still playing the game six, seven years after it came out. And I've played through it like nine times on the story mode. I play online. I go around and I do mayhem and shit like that. God of War don't have that time to live longevity. Like, who the fuck cutting God of War on seven years later? Get the fuck out of here. GTA, GTA 5. GTA period is at this point is just therapeutic. At this point, sometimes I don't even do missions. I just turn it on and I just I just I just, I just started killing spree. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying, bro. And wait for and wait for the like the, the, the army to show up and try to get me and st- so I could steal a tank. In which case, I'm usually unstoppable after that. Even though they like to pretend like they got stuff that could blow a tank up, but for some reason you can't steal that stuff. It's the only thing I hate. Mm. Okay, See? I'm seeing what okay. um, I'm seeing what GTA Five was up against because GTA and God of War were in like separate like brackets, so. GTA 5 was against um, Batman Arkham City, 
to name a few games, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, The Last of Us, Bloodborne, Super Mario 3, Halo 2, Tetris, Resident Evil 4. And that's just naming a few on that side. Bro, can I can I can I keep can I keep it a thou out? Keep it gangster. Bloodborne shouldn't have been in there. Mm-hmm. Feel like you're wilding a little bit, but why is that? Okay. First and foremost, understand that Bloodborne and what the fuck is this is the other uh one that is that is made from? Uh let me see. Is, Talking about what was on that list? No, 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 no. Bloodborne is a is like a it's like it's a spinoff of another title. I just can't remember the name of it right now. Mm, um, let me see. Dark, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Okay. All right, check this out, man. Fuck all y'all that like these games, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell y'all why. Y'all are hooked on a game that's just an abusive relationship, bro. It's not designed for you to win. It's not even designed for you to have fucking fun. It's just designed for you to get on there, bro, and have a and have. Eight hours of fucking tank itch while you deal with this fucking ridiculous swarm of ads, all of which are twice as powerful. Like, you don't, like, even the moment you get something strong enough to deal with the ads you're currently dealing with, the game, like, adjusts and, and just gets harder. So, this, like, non stop, like, anal rate that you invest in is fucking <laughs> absolutely. Okay. That's beyond the fact that. Bl- like at least with Dark Souls, Dark Souls is visually stunning. I'll give it that. Bloodborne, blood. Listen, bro. Bloodborne looks like they built that whole game. Like they literally looks like they rendered that in whole, that entire game inside a fucking ashtray. Like everything is just smoky, black, silver, or gray, or rainy. <laughs> what, what did Bloodborne I was out speechless? You said what? I, I want to know what the bloodborne do to him. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm speechless, uh, bro. Everything. People we people we out here trying to be like, oh yeah, man. You know what? I'm just getting it in on bloodborne. No, no, the fuck you wasn't getting in on bloodborne, bro. You had the controller in your hand, and bloodborne was running a train on you, because that's how the fucking game goes, bro. Like, bro, I know niggas that know niggas that still ain't left the first town. Why? Because, bro, they think they died in real life, and Bloodborne is is the fucking internal damage that they just forced to deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Listen, so, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you how awful of a game Bloodborne is. Let me tell you how awful it is because it's like you know, because motherfuckers rave about how great it is, right? So you would think there would be a Bloodborne two by now, but let me tell you why we didn't get Bloodborne two because it went right into Trump's presidency. Straight up. <laughs> hey, okay. Bloodborne did get washed by um Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, yo, Breath just... of the Wild is highly overrated, my guy. Good game, highly overrated. Yeah, I feel like either you a Zelda nigga or you not a Zelda nigga. I've heard awesome. nothing but good things. I haven't played it, and I and I right. feel like I should, but right. I, like I've never played it. Everybody that that's played it has been like yo bro what the fuck are you doing yeah but you know man there's there's this there's there's um 
Pokemon Legend of Arceus coming out, right? And so I'm a Poke I'm a Pokemon master since 1997. So I'm looking at the shit. And of course, I'm hyped a little bit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Legend of Arceus. That's what's up. And I'm like, okay, let's see how it goes. I wasn't a big fan of Sword and Shield. It was okay. I, I, I just feel like Pokemon is one of those games. Same with Zelda. I feel like it's one of those games that's like, it should be on a handheld console. I don't know how to explain it. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is like Pokemon Breath of the Wild, my guy. Like, it literally is like Pokemon Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and and I was like, you know, I get it. I get what they're going for, but I think that's part of the reason of the hype behind Legends of Arceus because it's getting this mad hype, like this mad hype. And I'm like, yeah, I I, I want to play it because I didn't play, I didn't I want to play it because I didn't play the I haven't played Pokemon in a while because to me I tell people all the time like when they get into Pokemon I'm like man if you want to get like get an idea of how they intended the game to be. I said, go watch Pokemon Origins. I said, because that that short anime, as short as it is, they tell you, it was like, no, it was the anniversary, but this is how, when we came up with the concept of Pokemon, this is what we envisioned. That's why right. the main characters are all named after the versions to mark the chapters. I said, and you know, the respective like territories that they go into. I said, so it was never supposed to be, it was always supposed to be this ideology that you were a part of this world, ultimately. When the last Pokemon I played all the way through was, damn, was gold and silver. Right. Mm. Which, by the way, were immaculate. I don't care what nobody say. Those games were beautiful. And if you had a Game Boy Advance, they were even better. I just want to point out talking about while we are talking about Nintendo. Did y'all watch? Um, and we didn't get to talk about this, but this happened some weeks ago. Did y'all watch Nintendo Direct? I did. Did you see um the the Bayonetta three? I did. I'm here for it. And a new Kirby game too. The new Kirby I'm hyped about, but that's just because I love like nostalgia shit. I'm currently right now online trying to find an online emulator. Why is it so hard to find an online emulator, bro? Like, I don't want to download an emulator to my to my like laptop. I just want to be I, able to play online. Like, why is it so hard? Something? And this is something that I just don't understand why they haven't like done yet. Am I the only one that feels like at this point, with as awesome as the Switch is, they should just go ahead and retro? Do the same thing PlayStation did and just retrofit all the games so that you can download them digitally from my like previous installments of the Nintendo. I mean, I'm, they're I'm doing um, right. they announced that they was doing 64 games like that. I don't, I'm yeah. not sure like what the lot for a library is, but I, I feel you. But see, that's the thing where like the beauty of the Switch is that it's both console and handheld. But I feel like handheld is where it really like came to fame because I would, bro, listen, I would love to get if they told me right now that I could go that I could go turn on my Nintendo Switch. And rebuy Pokemon bread all the way through to like green leafy green and shit, like or even Ruby and Sapphire, I would be ecstatic. Especially if they made them like a like a reasonable price, like anywhere between like 15 to like I'm gonna say probably $30, depending on the versions. Right. Like, I, no offense. I, I feel like I shouldn't have to pay $30 for red and blue. Like, the whole thing is rendered in the same, in one color. Like, come on, y'all. Who y'all trying to play? 
It would feel see, good to go back to that to like the 150 Pokemon rather than like the see man, this is my thing though, right? I like some of the new Pokemon and shit like that, right? And 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 I, I like things like I like the new shit. So my thing is I want I want to play the first of all, red and green, the original version, bro. If you playing that, you're just doing it. Like the shit trash. However, if you play like Fire Red and Leaf Green, which is like the remakes, those are fun. I want to play Fire Red and Leaf Green in that style, like the way the game is made. But I want all the new Pokemon. Like I like I the new Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to play that, but I want the new Pokemon available too. So if you're gonna retroactively like, bring it back, put new Pokemon in there. It feels almost like they should go the way of like coming out with one Pokemon game and then forever expanding it with DLC and shit. Basically, but they'll never do that because Pokemon is is it the highest grossing fucking video game? Like I, I think I seen that. Like it's like the highest grossing video game franchise in history. So wait, did you did you play the last year? Did you play Sword and Shield? Like There's the never been a Pokemon that, that I haven't played, I played, played or whatever. Yeah, I played I played Sword. So the, the Sword and Shield was trash though. And like there's no okay. good but there's no good about it. Yes, who was your who was your before you answer that, who was your starter? I went with the uh, <clears throat> I, I went with um oh man, why can't I think of Camelkia? The the chameleon thing, the, the water boy, the water starter. Oh Sobble? Sobble, yeah. So uh, the reason why though, all right, score bunny is lame as fuck. I don't know why everybody likes score bunny. I feel like you're a hoe if you like score bunny. And the um the grass starter, like Gorilla Boom, I feel like it's racist. So <laughs> I went with the James Bond fucking chameleon. Like I it's the 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 base of the um sword and shield was England, right? For this game, because you know they do a different region of the world every time. So like it was England. So I was like, I'm going with James Bond, nigga. And so, but it don't matter because, like, I'm a guy that I always I'm loyal to my starter for the first run through, like the first playthrough. Then after the first playthrough, bro, like I just started training and doing EVs and IVs and shit. But Sword and Shield was so bad because it's not Pokemon. Like I hate to say it, but it's not Pokemon, bro. Really? It's bro. The gym battles are not how gym battles are supposed to be. Because it's like you gotta like. You got to battle the like you got to get sponsored and then you go battle the gym leaders and it's like soccer like they make it like a soccer match kind of I don't know if you got that same vibe Dennis but that's the vibe I got and then like I don't like the fact of like I don't like the wild area I think it's cool but I don't like it it didn't feel like Pokemon-ish to me the story was okay though the story was very Pokemon-y but like outside of that, like I didn't really dig it, man. I I, I was like, this is kind of booth. Like, it's kind of booth or whatever. Now, the last to me, the last like real Pokemon game, like what Pokemon is, was X and Y. Somebody, oh, yo, you like the you like the other like the third person that said that to me that X and Y was like so phenomenal. It's that- just e- like X and Y is really easy, but it's real Pokemon. So, like, if you're going to do, like, a Nuzlocke or something like that, like, if y'all in the Pokemon and they, like, starting with, like, X and Y, they made it, like, real easy. They made it for kids. It's not for us anymore like it used to be. If you want to do it, like, look into what a Nuzlocke or, you know, something like that, you can make it harder for yourself. That's cool. However, like, Pokemon is supposed to be, you get your starter, 
you traverse the world, you stop whatever evil team it is, and then you fucking beat the Elite Four, and then you're the champion, and then you go around trying to catch all the Pokemon and doing after-game shit or whatever. That's Pokemon. They haven't done that since X and Y, because when they did the Sun and Moon shit, although the story was dope as fuck, and the post-game was dope, dope as fuck or whatever, because you could battle red and fucking blue and ash and all that other shit, that was all cool, but like they didn't have gems. You had like totems and shit. That shit was stupid. That's not Pokemon. And then Sword and Shield did the same thing. And then like they didn't even not acknowledge like the other regions. Like I think Sword and Shield is a soft reboot because they never acknowledge like that other Pokemon regions exist. And that's never happened in any Pokemon game since the first Pokemon game. So, mm-hmm. so I think it's like a soft reboot. The moment you go to Johto, they start talking about Kanto. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's the thing. Well, even from there, bro, like, when you go to, like, the Pokemon, uh, you know, uh, Sapphire, Ruby, and all the other shit, after that, they, they literally talk about, they literally talk about the other regions. There's cuts in, in X and Y where they're, like, they're talking about other regions. And Looker, who is from, I want to say he's from... Sinnoh or whatever he's in X and Y or whatever he's like oh yeah I moved here because I had to investigate this shit and then when you go to um, Sun and Moon at the end the post game so dope because they have like this you know how they have like the battle chateau where you battle and just you just do get battle points and shit like that they have that but it's like because you discover like wormholes and shit like that it opened up to all the Pokemon universes so you get to fight like Red Gary, Ash, Professor Oak, like there's all these like old school champions of all the old Pokemon games that come back and you got to beat them and they got their full like team of Pokemon that are all fucking strong and shit like that. Like bring that shit back. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, one more thing on gaming before we um before we get to before we get to the next topic. Are we getting back for blood? When it drops, because it's dropping next week. Am I doing that? I don't know, man. It's cross platform. I might do it. I might fuck with it. I might. I, I might see what it is. At this point in my life, I'm so deprived of gaming that I like. I'm, I might fuck with anything at this point. Did you play the new FIFA? I have not yet, and so I have told myself this or whatever. Right? Mm. I. Okay, so I finally got my Xbox back up and running because I was Xboxless for a while. So I had to break out the old school Xbox One with, with without a lot of storage. So I only can download like two games at a time, right? Okay. So I was about to download the new FIFA and I said to myself, why would I pay this money to download a new FIFA on Xbox One and I need to get an Xbox Series X? Because all I see online is FIFA 22 is awesome. Even IGN gave it a good review, and they never give shit a good review. Right. And I was like, yo, the, what they reviewed, though, was next gen. Yeah. And, and, and there's a big difference between the next gen and the current gen. So I'm just going to wait until I get this Series X, if I can ever find one. I can, <laughs> I can tell you right now, the, the way that game looks on the PS5 is immaculate. Yeah, that's why I'm not even going to waste my time. I'm just going to wait and get this Series X, man. Like, I got to find one. I'm an Xbox dude. I, I can't fuck with a PS5. 
I'm not doing it. PlayStation pissed me off after for PS3, they pissed me off. I'm done with them. So um I wanna I wanna get it because FIFA's literally my favorite gaming franchise series outside of Pokemon of all time. However, I can't fuck with the I can't I, I can't, bro. I can't. I'm not gonna put it on my Xbox One. Cause they still want 60 bones. You want 60 bro, go bones? Ahead, go ahead and get go ahead, bro. Just go ahead and get game pass like me and Dennis now so you can get this EA play for free. I mean, I got the EA thing or whatever, but with the FIFA 22, they only give you a certain amount of hours and then you have to buy it. It's 10 hours. Yeah. But I mean, if you, you if you feel it. like you're going to put more than 10 hours into it, I mean, it won't hurt to, you know, give bro, it. Bro, I'm so deep in FIFA, bro. When I, when my Xbox got taken by my, when, 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 well, not my Xbox, but it was two Xboxes in the house. The one downstairs, which is the old school Xbox, and then the one up here in the room that I used to play or whatever, Xbox One or whatever. When the Xbox got taken, I was literally in my sixth season with Newcastle United, bro. And I had built a mega team and I was trying to like win the Champions League. And if you know soccer, bro, Newcastle is ass booty dean, right? And I started out actually managing in Germany and I worked that shit all the way up and one um, got promoted. I was in the second division of Germany, got promoted, all that shit. So I'm like in depth. So there's, I would put 10 hours in the first three weeks. Mm. If the, and I'm busy as shit. If I if I wasn't busy, I would put ten hours in in two days. So like, cause I I, I I'm about that shit. So like, it's it's just don't. I mean, I might play the previews. You feel me? Like you're right. I might play the preview just to get salivated or whatever, get teased. But bro, it's not even that I'm. It's not even that I want to prolong me uh, like acquiring the game. It's just like. I can't find an Xbox Series S. I can't even find a PS5. I can't find one. Oh, shit. They got a bunch of them at the Target on Bradfordville up there. And y'all boys is in another city. <laughs> in that's Jacksonville. They, they hardly have them anywhere. Right, bro. And that's what I'm about to say. In Jacksonville, boy, there are signs. There are signs inside Target and Walmart in Jacksonville. Every one of them that say, we will never... <laughs> have these games in stock. Like, dead ass, bro. Like, the, the Walmart says, look online, because we shall never stop these games. That's dead ass what Walmart and Target and shit say here. We shall never have them in stock. Mm. And that's been for a year now, bro. It's been a year. Yeah, that's that sounds a lot. Yeah, bro. And GameStop, none of the GameStops have them. Where the fuck I'm going to get it from? Oh, bro, trust me. How do you think I feel? I don't even want a PSO. I just want an Xbox. I'm going to do Xbox. Me too, bro. I'm not even fucking with the PS5. I see. Oh, bro, me, I see. Me, me and Dennis have had this talk. And he, and he knows after my experience this year, while I probably will eventually wind up getting both, I'm, I'm going with, with Xbox all the way. I feel, like they, I feel like Microsoft was playing a long game and they bet on themselves and it was a good bet. Yeah, I mean, and then, okay, there's a, I don't know if you boys saw this, but when they first, like, dropped the first graphics for PS5 and Xbox Series S, it was like, at, like, um, Comic-Con or some shit like that. Like, it was, it was like the first drop of the graphics, and they showed you the renders, and it was on, like, a Tomb Raider-type game. It wasn't Tomb Raider, but the light renders for the Xbox Series S literally look like real tv bro like i was like holy shit 
Now that PS5 looked good too, but the Xbox Series S was doing some light render shit that I didn't even know. Like I was like, I've never even seen this before. Like, what the fuck is this? You feel me? So like at that moment, I knew I was like, okay, well, yeah. And then I've seen gameplay from both. And every time I see Xbox gameplay, I'm like, Microsoft really was on some like nigga, we're literally gonna give you a CGI machine. Like that's literally what Microsoft was on. So I went Coop. I think they played the long game. It didn't work out at first, and uh, you know, on sales, but like now everybody's like, ah, I should have got the Xbox. It's a part of me that really wishes that I can interject in this like back and forth and just say God of War Ragnarok and run off, but it's on the <laughs> PS4 too. So I can't get to like we gonna go ahead and, and null and void that one because I can't even say it. <laughs> cause I just cause the fact of it is like it's still one of those things where it's just like you want somebody to just like have a reason to say, okay, I'm gonna get this because it's on the PS5. And it has been games that's been like that, but right, not to the extent of like a horizon, which is also on PS4. Um God of War is also gonna be on PS4. And it's just like those like big main games. I'm just I'm just waiting on somebody to like really just you know be like. All right, we strictly next gen. Yeah, and they I think they're I think both companies are afraid of that right now. I really do. I think both companies are afraid of like, hey man, this strictly next gen, yada, yada. And I'll say this too, bro. Like, I think Xbox, not only are they playing a long game, but I think Xbox making a move where they're like, okay, we're gonna not focus on getting companies to develop badass games for us like how they used to do back in the day with like, oh, Halo was exclusive to Xbox and it was a badass game that was developed for Xbox. And they're going towards the, we're going to make more, we're going with the quantity thing. Like, look how many games we have available for you to play. And I think PlayStation's on the like, okay, look at like how good our games are. Like we have like, you know, Last of Us and shit like that. Mm. So I think that's like what they made is a conscious decision. Like one one is doing that and the other one's doing the opposite. And I think it's just going to play out. Meanwhile, Nintendo's like, bitch, we about to make you feel like all warm and fuzzy and make you buy Kirby games and shit. Now, what like, I will say, what I will say is that Wolverine game that's coming up with that Insomniac is um, this Insomniac is working on and Spider-Man 2. If both of those come, if both of those come to PS5 only, which by that point they should, because they saying like 2023, right. then it's gonna be time to like really, really put the cards on the table. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But we'll see, man, because games are gaming, even game developers, bro, because it's so much, it's so like everything's changing so fast, media, everything, right? Yeah. So, like, it's so little money in the shit. Just like how I was talking to somebody, bro. You know, people think we make money off this podcast and shit, right? We so, <laughs> we should, right? But it's so little money and shit like this because everybody's doing it. Nigga, everybody developing games. Everybody developing apps. Everybody's doing it, right? So, gaming companies are, like, real skeptical on, like, giving an exclusive license to somebody. It's just, like, I was looking at an interview with the 2K Studios dude or whatever, or the NFL guy who took the rights from 2K Studios and gave it exclusive to EA, 
And he was like, yeah, I know everybody hate me. I know I fucked up. He was like, you know, he was like, we should have never did that. He was like, it don't make sense like to give exclusive rights to one thing. However, going back to FIFA, literally that's why people, a lot of people are like, yo, this is running gaming. You know, Barcelona Stadium is not in FIFA and it hasn't been for like 11 years because rights. We like we no longer have Serie A, which is Italy, one of the biggest leagues in the world. We no longer have them in FIFA and like main teams like Juventus and other teams that were in the game got like fake names like Roma, my favorite team from Italy. Like it's literally Rome's team is not in FIFA because of rights and shit like that. And so it's like the mad and exclusive thing. The reason why the NFL is so dope and mad and works is because they can put all the teams on one game, but what's happening with FIFA, imagine if like you had Madden and 2K and Madden didn't have the Jags and the Panthers, but 2K did, but 2K didn't have the Cowboys and the Giants. You see what I'm saying? Like that shit is a problem. Like it's a big problem. It's a big problem. All right. I'm going to go ahead. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and um, move on to music. All right. Do we want to start with the Meek Project or the Lil Wayne Rich Kid? Neither. Um, let, let, <laughs> let's even discuss Lil Wayne and Rich the Kid and pretend that we did. Okay. Okay. Now so we got to start there. <laughs> so it was trash, nigga. I felt, Sorry. and I felt like you know, you know, I, I talked to I like this with some of y'all that basically for Lil Wayne. This is a mixtape. And for the Rich the Kid, this is a very, 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 very expensive carry. Like, it, it, it sounds exactly what I expected to sound. Rich the Kid sounds like Rich the Kid, and we pretty much listened to like a Lil Wayne mixtape for 14 tracks. <laughs> I, here's the thing with that. With the role that Lil Wayne has been on all year with these features... We didn't need it. We didn't need it. Like, even if it was just like a short 10 songs, like the bonding that Lil Wayne and Rich the Kid do while skateboarding should not have transformed into a project. Whoa, 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 whoa. They skateboard together? Yeah. Lil Wayne and yep. Rich the Kid. Together skateboarding as friends. Yeah. That's why this shit fucking sucks. <laughs> First of all, I wish you would have brought up skateboard shit. I hate Lil Wayne so much. Secondly, um, <laughs> secondly, like when I heard about this project, I was like, why is this a thing? Like why? Why is this a thing, y'all? Like, like seriously, like why is this a thing? Because that Rich, Rich the kid, kid is aware of how bad he rapped, so he looked, he was just like, man, how am I going to get through this year? He goes, I know what it is. Little Little Wayne's back looks strong. I'll just ride that to the end of the year. As yeah, basically, because what is this, man? What are we doing? Yeah, I can't fuck with it, y'all. Yeah, I feel you. Like it's like I seen a tweet a while back that said Rich the Kid's career is a case study on how to successfully trick the industry for this long. And it's just like he and like he hasn't had a hit in years. 
Yet somehow he's, he's still here. Yeah. Like how? I, like and, dead ass. I said that because that nigga is like that nigga is like rap herpes. Damn. Mm. That's it just won't go away. Yep. Just go ahead and get ready to take this into your new relationship with you. Yeah, I mean, in a way, yeah, bro. Like, why is Rich the kid? Like, like you say, why is Rich the kid still around? Honestly, bro, a lot of people don't know this, but Rich the kid is a Highlander, and <laughs> <laughs> now that he's successfully reduced their population down to just two, it's pretty much, it's pretty much just him and Jay Critch left. The uh, the first of all, there could only be one, sir. <laughs> if he's a Highlander, there can only be one, my guy. Oh, listen, bro, it's everything you wanted, bro, because because Jay Critch gonna lose, and Rich the kid. Rishi Kid going to think he finally did it. Yeah, man. There can only be one. So, I don't I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of over the whole Rich the Kid thing. I'm with y'all boys. Like, why is this nigga still around? Yeah. Lil Wayne had the perfect opportunity to, you know what, I'm not even going to get into it. Uh, Meek Mill. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, are we talking about the little Dirk album that came out and somehow Big Mill is having is taking all the credit for it. Yeah, the one that you close your eyes and you hear Lil Dirk on. Yes. Wait, what album are we talking about? The little little Dirk's new album. Expensive Pain. Oh, okay. Yeah, I came out with I came out with three songs that I liked. Yeah, the one with him and Vory. Yeah, the one with him and Vory. Yeah, tweet. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, the title track. That's hard. It's pain. Yes. And it's it's a shame because we're all agreeing on the same songs right now. <laughs> that, that, that never happens. Right. Bro, I'm gonna tell you what the most fire part about it is, bro. The very last track on the album, bro. It's this part where that shit fade out into nothing, and then the album ends. Mm. That shit is crazy. <laughs> But yeah, so long story short, when it, <laughs> but uh, like, okay, dead as it. What I took from the album because it's Meek Mill, and I'm not going to be as harsh with Meek as I was with Joy. What I took from this album is Meek Mill displayed a very tremendous. Rapping skill, but unfortunately, unfortunately, what we love Meek Mill for is not what he gave us. Like for some rappers, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, go, go to this theory. Count the fucking money. Hmm. That's it. That's all we want. Count the fucking money. Okay. Don't, don't tell us how you're going to be there for the next link. Don't tell us how we can flip it. Your job is to count the fucking money. That's all we want. For you to count the money. But no. But no. You want to talk to us about how many bitches you're going to get. You want to talk to us about the car you're going to buy with the fucking money. You want to talk to us about how if you had been there 
when the nigga came around the corner, you would have smoked his ass. No, you wouldn't have, nigga. Count the fucking money. That's all we want. Meek, unfortunately, is one of those rappers. Because, my God, when that nigga said, I think this is my best album, and I was like, have you heard this album? And then had the audacity to compare it to championships and say it was better. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Championships is the only Meek album, Meek studio album that I like. Bruh, can yeah. I say something, bruh? This shit is only doing well because it's new nigga music. <laughs> like, we act like we don't know it, bruh, and that's why we're offended by it. Because the album is Meek Mill, who's not a new nigga, making new nigga music. Basically. Like, this, this, this is this shit is for this is for this this music this album is for niggas that don't even smoke they they just do pills mm. i don't even I, I thought all those people who was like that was just elderly but no this is just for niggas who just like pills straight up see i i, I don't know man like i hate to be this nigga because i feel like i'm always this nigga and it's not because i'm a contrarian because i'm really not but i don't even like meat meals like that I don't think he trash. I don't even like the nigga like that. So, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm supposed to watch this shit or listen to this shit. I mean, and then like, I'm supposed to be happy with it. Nah, I'm straight. I'm good. I'm good. How did y'all feel about the um Wale Cole song? The Poke it out. That's your heart, bro. All, all Wale did was make a, make a song big enough little booty women. But it, while <laughs> while also while also trading the line of not dissing big booty women. But it's, mm-hmm. at this point, bro, and, and on top of that, it's very hard for him to miss. I, on top of that, I think he wasted the J Cole feature. I don't think so. I think really? it was good for them to be on like a fun song together instead of like something mad like serious. Okay. I can see both. I can see both sides on that. I like the song, but yeah, I, I can see both sides on that. Especially if you're looking for like them to get on a particular like have a particular sound, you know, when they own a track with each other. But for what it's worth, I think this is cool. Uh, All right. What else? Um, Jax. So Summer Walker announced her new album. Yo, let me tell you. So I'm back on the pro Summer Walker bandwagon. Only on the strength that I've been looking at her Instagram the last two weeks. And I know, bro. <laughs> but she's so goddamn fine, bro. And I'm like, ah, boy, I want to hate you so much. You uh, honey-giving baby. Oh, she's so fine, though, y'all. Did you see the fucking lingerie she had on where she had on, like, the baby blue see-through lingerie sitting on the bed? My nigga, my nigga, my nigga. That's all it took, nigga. I'm a weak man, nigga. I, I, listen, I'm a lonely man, Q. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not gonna take much, bro. And then she like, oh my god, and y'all know what else happened to me, bro? Like, I don't like her voice. Like, I actually think she raw with the singing tip, for real, for real. But like, I, I don't like her talking voice. Like, it, it made me cringe. Like. She, I seen the promo for the shit, Dennis, where she called uh, whichever version of the city girls that was on the phone. JT? Yeah, she called a city girl ho on the, um, by the way, I'm super anti-city girl right now because um, I don't know if y'all looked in the thread 
I hope I sent it to y'all boys. If I didn't, I'll send it to y'all boys in the thread. I sent a thing where Shorty was talking about how women are like conforming to be like super narcissists and the city girls are training them and shit. That shit hit home for you, boy. So I'm super anti-city girls right now. Um, I think they'll scum and a menace to society and they give no pro anything. That being said, um, yeah, when I seen the little promo video where she called JT or whatever, and like I thought it was a cool promo video, but I was like, damn, I really like real deal don't like your voice. Like your voice is like your I hate your voice. So it's like stupid? yeah, she sound like the bitch that y'all have convinced me to hate on this podcast. She really do. Like, I'm like, yo, you you are whoa, 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 whoa. she sound like Billie Eilish. What? Hey, ba- what? How dare you? Basically, basically, basically. By the, by the way, Billie Eilish, I didn't believe this at first. Hellified, like, queer baiting, bro. Like, she's mad queer bait. Like, she's a super queer baiter. What does that even mean? Okay, so when you queer bait, most of the time, women do it. It's rare that men do it, but men can do it. So I'm not saying niggas can't do it, but it's rare. But queer baiting is where a chick tease that she might be bisexual or lesbian when she's really not at all so that she can make more money is you is you have to be in the entertainment industry to do it i have so a like, question oh i, I have a Nicki minaj career thing mm. it just reminded me did is, did drake do it on clb Ooh. when he when he said said that you're a lesbian girl me too said that you're a lesbian girl me too i don't know man I, I kind of like that bar because of TikTok. But because um, <laughs> on TikTok, bro, they keep putting studs with fat asses. And um, as, when it's these studs with fat asses, the stud will be saying something and be like, yeah, y'all ladies don't like a stud with a fat ass. And then it'll be a dude that come on there on TikTok, just pop up. He'll be like, you said you a lesbian girl, me too. So I think that's pretty fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> Nah, I saw also I, um before we get before we get off Summer Walker, I saw a tweet that said every time you listen to Summer Walker, you gotta wear a 10 4 hat and a thong. <laughs> Bruh, I wanna point out we live in a world where a baby too stupid to take care of a baby is telling another girl too stupid not to get the abortion. That she a hoe. I just want y'all boys to know I'm still going to listen to the album, though. I don't know how that make y'all niggas feel, but I'm listening to the album. I mean, I, uh, I mean the album going to be fine. Yeah, I like, I like the first one, so I'm probably going to listen to this one. She just, I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to go ahead. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm going to call down our power. My nigga, this album is going to be Trinidad. Mm. You want me to tell you why? Cause she gonna try to make it authentic and do something stupid, like let you hear the baby crying in the background over every song. Who <laughs> <laughs> mm. get the fuck out of here, man. Dumb. She gonna do something <laughs> dumb, like try to make it seem like you a you a down ass bitch because you in there blending one pair for your baby that shouldn't be eating. I can't wait, man. I can't, hey. I can't wait, man. The review on this album this month is gonna be fun. I'm already here for it. Oh, <laughs> you want me to tell you who else is gonna be here for it? 
child services. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh my God. I can't lie though, bro. Like I'm dead ass. Like I'm gonna, I'm okay with it, bro. Like I'm gonna listen to the album because I'm with I went Dennis, bro. Like the last album was pretty fucking good. Like I, I don't like the cut, the the cut where they remixed the Usher shit was that's a good cut, bro. And like, like she can sing for real. Like what got me into Summer Walker, and I think I was bamboozled until I started talking to you niggas about it, was um, I don't know if you niggas like NPR, but I'm a big proponent of NPR. Y'all support national public radio. It matters. And I'm watching Tiny Desk. Yeah. And the Tiny Desk shit was fucking dope as fuck. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And it really fucked me up. Like, it really, it really changed my thought process on the fucking... It just changed my thought process on shit. Like, it, like I was like, yo, I like this shit. And then when I met you niggas, you niggas was basically like, nah, nigga, you don't like this bitch. And I was like, oh, you're right, I don't. So, so I want y'all to be prepared for in the album intro where she tried to sing to us some dumbass logic, like, oh, your baby's stomach is only the size of a cherry, so a pear should feed it for three days. <laughs> she gonna say some stupid shit like that. She gonna say some, she gonna say some stupid shit and say like, mm, oh, just... Just put your baby home from the hospital. Nothing wrong with a little brandy. Nah, listen. If she get on this album and start talking at the end of every song like Ella May did, mm-hmm. and it's just oh, like man. baby fun facts. Listen, um, I'm prepared, Bruh. Y'all go. All right, moving on. Y'all gonna listen to um. Y'all gonna listen to the Adele album when it drops. Nope. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, give it a listen. I'm gonna run through it one time. All right. Ah, ah. Well, I'm not gonna listen to it because Adele is happy now. And what do we look? And what do we know about uh, sad singers when they become happy? The album is trash. So Adele is like Mary J. Blige, basically, or Chance the Rapper. Definitely Chance the Rapper. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, do we want to get into the? Okay, who watched the Dave Chappelle special? I did. I ain't watched it yet. Oh, yeah, there's a new one out. Yeah, yeah. It's called yeah, the Closer. Came out, uh, came out yesterday. Okay, so no, I haven't watched it. Yet. Yeah, I seen it drop yesterday because I was watching Netflix today, and I was like, oh, Dave, Dave Chappelle, because I don't do shit at work, y'all. I really don't. So, um, I was like, oh damn. So yeah. Do we want to wait to talk about it? No. If long as you don't spoil the jokes, we can talk about the shit. Okay, then yeah, we better wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to spoil any of the jokes. That is it. Because what I thought what Dave did with this special was really thoughtful. Right. If y'all are willing to continue, I'm with it. I mean, I can talk about it. I just don't know what the fuck happened. So I'm just my my thoughts is. The reason why I'm going to watch it is because although I will say this about Dave Chappelle, I do think his like shit is outdated based on the social commentary of the like what we are now. However, I appreciate a nigga who's like, yo, I'm never going to stop being myself. And I actually am not anti any of this shit. I just like fuck y'all and y'all PC shit. I'm with all that. 
So with that being said, that's more of more or less of what I expect. And that's what I'm I'm just I'm rolling with that. You feel me? Like I'm rolling with the fact that this nigga is gonna be like, oh, look how funny this is. So I'm with it. Um <laughs> well, go ahead. There, there, there's a part of the of the special that I'll wait till y'all see for us to talk about it because it kind of there's a thought that I want to convey, but I want to wait until you niggas uh, watch it to convey that thought. But as yeah. far, as, but as far as the rest of the special, I thought what Dave did was very thoughtful because the entire special to me is him celebrating a very dear friend of his that a lot of us did not know was transgender. Was who? Dave Chappelle, as we all know, the, one of the greatest things about Dave Chappelle's comedy is that he's an extremely gifted orator and storyteller. So what Dave did was apparently um, all his Netflix special were to point out what society does and basically hold a mirror to the hypocrisies of society, particularly with the LGBTQ community. Yeah, and as a supporter of that shit, I would say there's a shit ton of hypocrisies in it. Yeah. I agree with that. And I'm pro-LGBTQ. So, um, what this special, what I thought Dave did, and, and I could be wrong, it could be my interpretation of the, of the special, but the entire special was him basically celebrating how he got to befriend a transgender white woman. Right, and it was to prove a point that everything that he's ever said about gay people, tra- um, trans people, you know, or or the like and the other, is hey, you guys don't really know me, but because you have this this preconceived notion of me, movement, nobody can say anything with you. And you've actually placed yourselves above the rest of us who are actually struggling because somehow, some way, you're considered a minority until it's time for you to be white. Yeah. Now, if you want me to bring a broad listen perspective into this without even seeing the special, I'll tell you this. Um, that's part of the reason why separation occurs is because they separate the black from the white, the gay from the straight, the rich from the poor, blah, 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 whatever. You can continue that. And until people realize or say, or acknowledge like, hey, you know, we're in a situation where, we're in a situation where like, we're all in the same plight. It's all us against them. Then we're always gonna be in a situation where we're beefing. Like beef ain't gonna stop. You feel me? So I, I get them on that one because it, it, it's just like, I'll, I'll, I'll use this and it's completely opposite of that or whatever, but it, it is associated with people not realizing what the fuck going on. Okay, you got a situation where you got a situation where jobs and shit are shutting down and everything's shutting down right now. Like, oh, gas high and all this. And so I've seen a lot of posts today where people was blaming Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden's fault or whatever. 
I like y'all realize like that like this shit don't work without niggas willing to work for damn near nothing. Right? So like if a nigga willing to work for damn near nothing, then the system that we're currently in will continue to work. If a nigga is not willing to work for nothing, the system won't work. That don't got nothing to do with Joe Biden or Trump or Obama or anybody. That's just a matter of people like not wanting to work for twelve dollars because twelve dollars don't pay rent no more. You mm-hmm. feel me? So like that ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. So until we realize we all in this together and this is all one thing, and yeah, those people shouldn't have to work for twelve dollars, then we're fucked. Like, like I don't even know no other way to put it. We're fucked. Like okay. that's all we can do. Okay. I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask the elephant in the, the elephant in the room question then. How much should you be paying a slave? Because that's what you basically are at that point. Right. But see, that's the thing. Like niggas is realizing they're wage slaves. So it's like now what? Now what we do? That like like that's it. Like you're right. How much do you pay a slave? The shit don't work. The capitalism, and I've been saying this forever, and y'all know that capitalism doesn't work without low-cost slaves. So what the fuck, what the fuck are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Like what are you supposed to do? It's it's fucked. It's fucked. There's nothing else you can do. Sounds sounds like you need to vote for tone if you want to preserve your way of life. Vote for somebody who give a fuck about you. That's I tell niggas that all the time. Always vote for a nigga that give a fuck about you. And that goes back into what we were saying about Dave Chappelle. Like, just because a nigga doesn't agree with you 100% don't mean he don't give a fuck about you. Like I just said, I'm super pro-LGBTQ. I do think they got a lot of hypocrisies, though. You feel me? And that don't mean that I'm not... I'm never gonna vote against a LGBTQ person having their rights. Like, I'm talking about full rights. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. They got nothing to do with me. You feel me? So, like, I'm never going to vote against that. But at the end of the day, like, are you going to fuck with me because, like, I won't vote against that, but I still have some shit that I don't like that y'all do? Or because I have some shit that, I, I, I like, I don't like that y'all do? Are you going to be like, well, unless you 100% like me, I'm not fucking with you. Like you said, you alienating yourself from people. And that goes back to what I was saying about the Joe Biden. Joe Biden ain't fucking perfect, but he ain't goddamn Trump. And he don't vote a, like he like yeah he ain't the best goddamn president of all time or nothing like that. But let me tell you something, man. I, and I, I I've been saying this to niggas, and I say this to Tank, and I say this to niggas all the time, bro. I can give you twenty or thirty legislations that was passed or executive orders that was signed by Trump that hurt black people. I can't think of one that Joe Biden has done so far. I'm not saying he's immune to it and he won't do it. Because Democratic presidents tend to do fuck shit from time to time. Even Obama signed one or two things that I didn't think helped black people. But as of right now, two years in, I ain't seen it. So don't tell me that this nigga hate niggas because of some 1972 speech that's out of context. I hate shit like that, y'all. Straight up. So, and I mean, I know I have to wait until you guys actually see it. Like I said, my interpretation was his, this entire special was an ode to to a dear friend of his. Um, he died, and, and and when you fit and when you find out what's happened to the friend, you be like, oh, okay. And but like I said, there's a part of the special where it makes me worry about Dave. 
Oh, you know what? I just kind of figured it out from you telling from you telling me this. I'm gonna go watch it right after this because I kind of just put it two and two together. Yeah, and we and we can wait till y'all till y'all watch it. You know, the to get to that part. Right, because I just kind of put two and two together because I can think of right now without ruining it for anybody. I can think of right now somebody who just recently passed that Dave was really close with. No, nah, not Norm. Not Norm. No, not Norm. No, no, somebody else. Okay. Okay. It's a black person. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, think about it, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Right, before we before we say anything further, because I definitely do want to, you know, d- take the time as I discuss it with y'all. So. We're gonna go ahead and um we'll go ahead and move on. One thing that I did want to talk to y'all about in in Coop and LQ, you might y'all might remember this because I talked about this like at the beginning of the year, like back when we were like all in person. Remember when I told y'all that um that chance like VH like formerly known as like chance from like VH1 with that with his um they did the show with his brother. Yes. Stall- you mean one half of the stallionaires? Yes. The stallionaires. Oh my God. So <laughs> remember that show that I was telling you about that they had where he was like quote unquote looking for love? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. So he season was, he two was with just, the dude that was a man. <laughs> so season two. Yeah, that one. So season two just started. Sure did. And it's it's not even about. Well, it wasn't about love in the first place, but it's very much more chaotic than the first season. Like, sure? That first season is a dumpster fire. No, 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 no. Listen, imagine that times two on this season. My guy, let me say something real quick on this real quick, because I, I saw this shit. Let me tell you something real quick. This is why, okay, way back in the day, bro, we from Florida, right? Right, we from Florida, or at least y'all niggas been in Florida long enough to know who I'm about to bring up. Kaya was on Miss Rap Supreme. Y'all remember that shit? Yep. Oh yeah. Or whatever. And she lost because she was like, "You better respect me, R.E.S.P." That's like literally one of her songs, right? Mm-hmm. So like, with that being one of her songs or whatever, 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 and all this other shit, like, I was like, this fake. Like I, I like the way they presented it was like these women have never had a deal and they ain't in the industry and they're trying to be Miss Rap Supreme and it was like Kaya and it was like the, the chick who saying "nuck if you buck" and shit. And I'm like this, this is fucking bullshit. So that was one of my first four years into like reality TV is bullshit. They love and hip hop and all that other shit. But my guy. Stormyana is on this shit, my yo. Guy. Like, come on, I'm <laughs> they crazy. got they got well known people on this show. Like, they had the, the Stormy Maya chick. They had they had Danny Banks on there. Danny Banks, yeah, like watch out. Like, yo, I think the funniest part of I think the funniest part about that about the show is like it had okay, and this is gonna sound very out of context, but the the plot line of the show has a lot of holes in it a lot and i'm gonna tell and i'm gonna tell you how that is literally there was this one chick that didn't say nothing to nobody she was just like background noise and 
you know, and keep in mind, it's a certain group of, it's the same group of girls that's like fighting throughout the episode. And next thing you know, 20 minutes later, she says, keep in mind, she's background noise. And she says, that bitch threw a piece of chicken at me. That's hilarious. And I, when I tell you, I did not see this happen at all. Like, it's just a bunch of stuff that we don't even see that just happens off camera. And that same chick who was white and nobody's better than I when this happened. But Chance had asked what she I guess they had asked, you know, what she was here for because of the fact that she wasn't really doing anything. And she says, and I quote. I'm here for my nigga Chance. The white girl. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing. I saw this shit, my boy. I'm like, man, boy, <laughs> listen, that's literally all you can do at that point. Well, I've seen a lot of shit in my day, y'all. On some real shit. I've seen a lot of goofy shit on TV in my day. Bruh, the Stormy Maya's on this, my boy. She's like one of the biggest, like, like on Instagram. She's like one of that. They might as well put what's the chick that I always put in the guy's chat that's real thick. And then me and Gerald make fun of the fact that she like don't do porn yet. And then she came out with that fake porn shit. And we was like, yo, look at this fake porn. Oh, the KKVH as whatever her name is. They, they might as well have to put her on this shit, bro. Like, like that's how goofy this shit is right now. Nah, for real. Like, it's listen, I want you to know. I thought you was going to tell me that that nigga Chance went with a trans girl. The girl that's clearly a man. Oh, that, that didn't happen. Anybody, like, two, am I the only one that noticed that he didn't kick her off immediately? And so that thus made me think, like, okay, you know what? This nigga Chance might be. <laughs> Kept her around for, for informational purposes. I just think the shit. I just think the shit is so dumb, y'all. Like seriously, like like I was like, bro, when I seen Stormy Maya, I'm like, why is Stormy Maya on here? Like, that's what we doing? Yeah, <laughs> listen, man, Stormy Maya don't want to suck dick forever, dog. But or she does. We don't she, know that she don't suck dick. No, that's what it's, it's like. <laughs> that's what the problem is, bro. Like, stop putting her on shit like this so that she thinks she has an opportunity to be a legitimate actress so we can see her son dick. Yo, you know what, what I thought was so crazy dick. about that was the fact of, and this was just so, and this is just another example of how random stuff just happens throughout the show. Literally, all the girls are just standing there, and I guess they just, you know, waiting on whatever they're waiting on. And literally, Stor- literally, Stormy Maya is there with a cup in between her titties, just casually. Yeah. And then the, your boy's like, Did you come to show off them titties or did you come for love? Some shit. He's, she like, Both. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Like, come on, man. Stop giving these hoes platforms, my boy. Like, listen, man, I don't know if y'all remember the twerk team that was real popular back in the day on YouTube and shit. Yeah, Miss Twerk something. Yeah, Miss Twerk something has degraded down to the level that she deserves to be at. She does OnlyFans now and she putting that thing on on, on TV and shit like that. Now, she might not be... I know, that's sad. I feel bad for that one. But Miss Twerk something is not dead, and she put she is fine as hell. 
and she twerking butt naked on OnlyFans. And you can find it on Reddit if you don't want to pay for it. Yeah, however, it. <laughs> <Jesus>. however, <laughs> however, my point is this. Nobody gave Miss Twerk something, the opportunity to be on TV so that she thought she was going to do something else with her life besides twerk. You're a twerker, shorty. And we here for it. And you can get a lot of money twerking because we like, you're good at it. We support your twerking. I don't want to see you try to be and wait in the XL6. I don't want to see that. Stormy Maya don't deserve or need to be on this show. Stormy Maya needs to be doing OnlyFans. That's your job. You're good at showing me your boobs and your fake butt that actually looks really good. So do that. Do that. I don't want to see you. I don't care if you fake love chance. I don't care. Hoes at all, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm straight. I'm straight, bro. And while we are on the subject of um of social media, do we want to get into this this Facebook Facebook Instagram being down thing? You're welcome. Right. <laughs> you taking credit? Cool. I mean, I'm not not taking credit. <laughs> Wait, were you the whistleblower? Whoa, no. bro, that sounds like snitching. I definitely don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, listen for six. I just, I just wanted all the money I lost and wake up now back. <laughs> but listen, for six plus hours, you niggas was unplugged from the matrix and did not know what to do, do with yourselves. Like, I literally had niggas going like, bro, I can't log into my Facebook. And I was like, bro, I haven't had Facebook on my phone for like four months now. I, I don't I don't know the difference. You know, and and don't and don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm one of those people. I do find it curious that on Sunday we get this whistleblower report, and then mm-hmm. on Monday, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp crashes. Like the shit that was the shit that was scary wasn't even for the fact that the shit uh, crashed. The the shit that actually got scary was I legitimately thought. That somebody said, "Hey, yo, my nigga, we just gonna get rid of this shit. We done had the power to do this shit this whole time, and we just didn't feel like it because I had so many issues with it. I was like, bro, you mean with a stroke of a keyboard, you niggas, you niggas basically took down one of the most powerful internet mediums in human history to this date." But you niggas will not hack into Sally Mae or Freddie Mac to save the fucking world. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, I said literally uh, my coworker or whatever, one of my employees was like, hey, what's wrong with the internet? I was like, nothing. I'm literally writing a report right now. She was like, well, my Facebook not working. Mind you, we at work now. Um, I ain't mad at her for it because I don't give a fuck. I be on Facebook. I don't do shit at work. But I was like, well, yeah, I don't know what the fuck going on or whatever. Maybe it's just like something wrong, whatever. Then once I realized that, oh, Facebook and Instagram weren't working, I'm like, oh, that means Facebook down because they both run from the same server, right? Because right. Facebook owns Instagram so and WhatsApp or whatever, even on who the fuck uses WhatsApp. So um, Nigerian King saying that they need you to open up a bank account for them. Them niggas. So I was like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fine. Uh, 
I, I told her like three hours in, she was like, I can't believe my Facebook is working. Like it really was a thing to her. Like she was really freaking out. And I was like, bro, I hope this shit stay down for like five, six days. I really think y'all, y'all hear me out on this one. I'm about to do like kind of a coop tape. I really think you could save the world and heal the world if Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all that shit went down for like six days. Like niggas would actually have to like walk. It's like when Quagmire discovered porn and he came out the house, he was like, oh shit. Like niggas would have to actually understand what the fuck was going on in life. And I'll, just to elaborate a little bit on it, there, there's a person that we all, well, no, you guys don't. Q, you know this person. She just had a birthday, right? Uh-huh. Okay. She been posting online a lot or whatever. She, okay, damn, I'm gonna get reveal who she is if I say it. So I don't want to, I don't want to say too much, but I know her personally for reasons, right? Because of business, right? I know you. I know what's really good. The person that she's portraying online for her birthday and doing all this other shit and yada, 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 that's not who you are. That's not who you are. And not only is that not who you are, my niggas, like, that's not who this chick is. Like, her life ain't this. And here's my thing, bro. I've been saying on some of my other podcasts where we talk a little bit more deep about real life shit or whatever. You got to live your truth, my nigga. Like, you really got to be who you are. And the reason why everybody's mental health is so fucked up and, like, we all, like, are in this, like, loop of narcissism is because, like, Facebook allows you to do that. Facebook allows you to not be real and not face your realities you feel me like everybody think like you were supposed to go on a trip tomorrow for your birthday and you put on facebook that you decided not to do it because whoop de whoop de whoop or whatever no you didn't do it because you suffering from depression shorty and i'm not saying this to like get on her because she i'm not trying to be an ass y'all feel me but like <laughs> you're suffering from depression and you're like you're trying to like supplement that with the way you're like the way you're moving on Facebook but because people like you on Facebook and because people fuck with you on Facebook that ain't real life my nigga that's not real life and I want you to be okay in real life not on Facebook everybody okay on Facebook nigga I'm okay on Facebook you feel me but like I want you to be okay in real life and the only way for that to happen is 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 is, is if you like we shut this shit down bro you can't just keep smiling and glossing on Facebook when in reality you're not you're you're not that like that's not life right now my niggas it's actually sad to me it's starting to get sad and when it was down I was like damn I wonder what all these Facebook niggas gonna do cause this is a whole bunch of niggas that's Facebook and niggas get shit twisted with me I post a lot on Facebook but that's cause I'm on there all day cause I don't do shit at work if I actually had a job where I had to do shit I would I would be like y'all niggas. I would delete Facebook outside of the pages. You feel me? That I need for my business. But I, man, like niggas got to get it together. I was happy that a motherfucker Facebook shut down. Now, here, now here's the thing that took me out because the, what scared a lot of people was the fact that the social site went down. Mm-hmm. What I found out was a lot of stuff was interrupted. 
And what I mean by that is those girls who are pretty Q can, Q can never get a thought in, y'all. That's right. right. <laughs> Q can never get a thought in. Every time Q about to come with like pressure, like a pressure thought, the universe be like, nah, niggas, shut it down. It's like he preaching and we don't even know it. It's like the silent preacher. Yeah. Brother, Thank you. Ugh. I mean, I say this. I think it going down just made everybody go into like a near panic because it was a whole hour or so where people didn't know what other people that they don't care about thought of. Mm. Mm. Well, that's a good take, boy. That's a good take, boy. And the only place that they could really do that involving social media was Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Twitter is for grown people. Bro, dead ass serious? For those six hours, because I'm an avid user of Twitter, I actually hated the fact that everybody all of a sudden knew what their Twitter password was. Yeah, you like, nigga, where y'all been at? I said, I said that same thing, bro. I was like, where y'all niggas been at? I'm in here trying to talk about Jack, the Jags and Urban Meyer, and here y'all niggas go with this Facebook shit. Urban, Urban Meyer suffers a, a, a excruciating defeat and said, you know what, I'm going to go to my restaurant because that's where all the hoes be. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I drink for the low because I know the owner. Oh, man. I'm with you when you're right. Like, that right there, bro. I know y'all had to discuss that on Flag or Play, another Hater Bear uh, show. Y'all need to, you know, check that out. But anyway, um, I- I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like this week has been weird, man. Like a lot of a lot of self-evaluation. Like society had for six hours, society had to deal with itself and discover that it needed its drug. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's a dope. It's a dope. You're right on that one. It's a drug, bro. Right. Like, like I've never seen something made people deal with each other outside of when, you know, we was all on lockdown and niggas had to deal with their girl. Yeah. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah, I, I do. It, it, it ended my relationship. <laughs> but nah, that's, yeah, that, that's a... That was a wild moment. Apparently Zuckerberg lost some bees off of that one. Man, that should be all right. At the end of the day, bro, I don't know what niggas going to do when... So here's the thing. In life, bro, you have needs and wants, right? There's a lot of shit that we want. There's a lot of shit that we need, okay? And I don't know what niggas going to do when, like a like a... Let's say, let, let me use a natural thing. So that way it's not like a war or some shit. But like literally a solar flare could go off, right? And it could shut down all electronics on the earth for months, right? It happened in the 1800s or whatever. But the only electrical thing that we were using at the time was the telegraph, right? A huge solar flare hit in the 1800s. And like the telegraph machine got 
all around the world, every telegraph machine got shut down for like two months. So it was no instant world communication with the telegraph machine. Imagine right now if a, if, if a solar flare happens and it causes an EMP and we don't have any electronics for like two months. Like how do you even transaction commerce and shit? Like you can't even buy shit because your bank wouldn't be able to sell you how much money was in your bank. They don't have paper backup records for your bank. So, bro, like, we're not even prepared. <laughs> we're not even prepared. And the Facebook thing really showed that we're not prepared because niggas was panicking. All right. All right. So, closing thoughts. Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and get this out the way. As I told my coworkers today, before you tell me what you're not going to do, tell me what you did first. Okay? And what I mean by this is everybody, when they come to an obstacle in their way, they immediately back the fuck down. Okay? But you know the people that I respect? I respect the people who exhausted every option prior to telling me what they not going to do. Right. Okay? That is that is disrespectful to not the person you're saying it to, not the organization you're saying it to, not the not even to the people you're saying it to. It's disrespectful to yourself because that means before you even tried, you gave up. Before yeah, you even tried, you gave up. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's like when you see like a girl fresh out of high school, she say, I'm gonna get my ass done. You still developing, bitch. Like give, give yourself a chance to get thick first. <laughs> you know. So go out there, test all your options. Because I literally had to have a conversation as if it's one of my kids. Like my seven-year-old will try everything before he comes and say, "Hey, Daddy, this is what I this is what I cannot do or unable to do." Did you do this? Yes. Did you do that? Yes. Did you try this? Yes. Did you try that? Yeah. Well, well, damn it, you tried everything before you came to me. We might as well. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> because at the end of the day, people help those who help themselves first. That's all I got, man. As always, be patient, be prayerful, don't panic. And hopefully, we can get ourselves unplugged for the Matrix for more than six hours again. LQ, I'm out. So, <sighs> go ahead, cool. I'm in this bitch. Um, as always, y'all. Drink your water. Everything else is bad for you nowadays. So please drink your water. That's what I got for y'all today, man. <laughs> That's it. Just drink your water. Stop thinking, stop thinking that you will get a reward for being a piece of shit. Like you're not helping nobody. You're not, you're just you're not. You're really not. And when you go out of your way, to do malevolent things, 
or passive malevolent things to people around you because the fact of the matter is you in such a in such of an insecurity that you can't bear the success of another human being that's because you are here and because you got problems and because you a fucking worm-filled husk on the inside so like i don't I, i'm sorry Instead of doing that, and I don't mean like you should instantly start cheering on people, but try to go ahead and look at someone else, be successful, and be happy that you just got to bear witness to somebody else's success, and then desire the same for yourself as you see them. But some of y'all just like the most mongering like sources of negativity, and y'all really think that that's going to help you. It's not. It's just not. Corny ass niggas. That's all I got. Man. Boy, this stuff, this stuff here heavy, man. I was going to do old heavy ass final thought and shit because, like, I felt like earlier, like, what we was talking about with the Facebook and I seen Shorty online. And Shorty's b- very beautiful. If you want to be taken care of, Shorty, and treated right and, like, no longer be depressed by you keep fucking with you fuck, nigga, you can holler at me. But... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you won't because you converse with the enemy. Okay, so that's what I'm going to pull up or whatever. Yo, there, there's a expression. Yo, listen, I feel like you done figured it out, Q. But listen. Uh, I'm close. Yeah, okay, so there's an old expression. The the friend, what is it? The, the enemy of, the friend of my enemy is my friend or something like that or whatever. The enemy, the enemy of my enemy, enemy is my friend. Is my friend. There you go. The enemy of the, my enemy is my friend. Okay. Check me out, y'all. I was talking with my coworker. Okay. Q, I don't know you for what? 150 years? Something cool. like that. Give or take a decade. Yeah, cool. I don't know you for about 75 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Dennis, at this point, nigga, like, it's been a few years, but shit, nigga, it's all good. Right? I support Dennis on a level of, like, true... Like, even though I haven't known Dennis as long as I know y'all niggas, I fuck with Dennis. The other day on Mental Health Mornings, I was playing Dennis shit, like, during the podcast. Why not? What the fuck that shit cost me? It's free, right? To play his right. shit, right? So I just play his shit. So on I'm like, yo, that, y'all. You streaming his shit and making sure he gets his fucking coins. That's right, right everybody. The Go stream my dog shit. Right. Spotify, Apple Music, get my nigga shit. Get them paid. <laughs> right, it's free. It's free. It's free to promote your niggas. It's free to promote your people. Here's my thing, and this goes into like the Facebook thing with niggas being fake and like niggas, like listen, the same niggas that's in that guy's chat that we in have been my friends from a range of 30 to like at least a year. You feel me? Like nigga, my friends are my friends and I fucks with all my friends. I don't surround myself by bullshit. We, we hold each other accountable. We call each other out, even when it's something that we all might be on four different corners of the ring and disagreeing on shit. We still be like, yo, this not cool. The other day or whatever, you know, we was talking about the whole COVID thing. Tank post something. I said, that's not true. We all went back and forth on the shit. Everybody hold each other accountable, right? Stop surrounding yourself with people that aren't good people and stop surrounding yourself with somebody who's not going to hold you accountable and not going to truly support you. That's lame nigga shit. That's fuck nigga shit. It's bad. It's dumb. It's stupid. Why are you around people who you don't really fuck with? 
And if you feel like, damn, do I really fuck with this person? If you have to ask yourself that, you don't fuck with that person. And the reason why I said that is because the same person that I bought up on here, like I said, beautiful freaking woman, y'all. Dying peace. You feel me? Great personality. However, shorty, I know you're suffering from depression. You put on for the book and then you surround yourself with people like my ex, who's a horrible human being. And I'm not even saying that because, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm angry at my ex or nothing like that. I wish her the best. I still, to this day, I'm a man. I'll tell you, I love her right now. You feel me? I'll always love that girl. She's, she's not a, 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 a evil person, but you a bad person. So my thing is, how are you a good person? The other person I'm talking about is a good person. How are you a good person? And you're surrounding yourself with bad people. Check your circle, my niggas. Check who you with. Cut your grass and get rid of them snakes. Because I am convinced as long as you have toxic and bad people in your life, then toxic and bad things will occur. Get your peace on, my niggas. Get your peace on. Life's too short for that bullshit. That's all I got. Oh, speaking of which, hold up, Dennis, before you go with your final thought. Hey, Jax, you wasn't here last week. I wanted to ask you this question. Is Will Smith a cuck? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I and one clear thing, like regardless of their open relationship status or what they got on going on or whatever, remember the red table with him and Jada, right? Yeah. Okay. Remember when Jada was trying to like get her way, like get her way out of saying she was fucking off on Will, and Will was mm-hmm. like, "Nah, we not gonna do that. Cucks don't do shit like that." So like that's that. that 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 right there, that's that's why he's not a cuck. Now he might be submissive. He might like to watch like dudes fuck his girls or whatever, whatever, but that's not cucking. Cucking is when you like to get shamed. You feel me? Like cucking is when you don't have a, a spine towards your 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 chick. Being submissive with role play shit is different. But like actual cucking, nah, he ain't that. Cause I heard that nigga say, nah, we not gonna do that. <laughs> when she was trying to say she was in a the a, what the word that everybody entanglement yeah I was in an entanglement he was like no nah, we're not doing that we're not doing that and I and 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 that like I still to this day command will for that that was some straight up like niggas everywhere I'm gonna let you get your final thought Dennis but I'm glad you brought that up Q this is very important niggas everywhere should big up Will Smith for that moment because you know how many times you've been in an argument with your girl or your wife or your mom, or whatever woman, and instead of just saying, I'm sorry, I fucked up, they try to come up with some bullshit to kind of weasel out of it and not take full accountability, that man, without raising his voice, without cursing at her, or whatever, made her take full responsibility. I'm with that. All right, y'all. Great pod. Like we always do around this time, I'm back with another one. Thank you all for tuning in, whether you listen, wherever you're listening that appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you. Also, shout out to shout out Enigma Supper, the Enigma Supper Hour for having your boy on. You can catch Sorry. that latest episode of that podcast, you know, everywhere where you would generally hear this podcast. So make sure you check that out. Also, it's on YouTube and video form as well, if you're into that kind of thing. Shout, and, shout out to Big Bro. Word, word. We we gonna have him back on soon. He was asking about that, but in the interim, as I always say, keep your mental health in check, check on your people. Also keep your physical health in check because that's equally as important. And also 
stream breaks up whenever wherever don't even matter whatever song you're feeling at the time also my bad i drew a complete blank but all i was really gonna say was you know thank y'all again for tuning in to the to another wonderful addition to the no static podcast and as we always say, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, iHeart. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Worship. And like that, we out. Peace. You know what, Jags? Why, I, it's crazy. Over the weekend, uh, Cook had a cookout for celebrating his birthday. And I was like, damn, we finally have a successful no-static hangout. Oh, man. Right. When I say it never happens, it never happens. You might be right, bro. <laughs> first time in, in how many months? <laughs> at, at least 10. <laughs> and, 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 and then, yeah, like I'm about to say, nigga, well, never, you're right. Like, I don't know, man. COVID changed niggas getting together, period. I used to get together with at least a group of some niggas, like at least once a month. I don't even do that shit no more. I had to beg. I was trying to beg D to come to Jazz Fest with a real nigga. Damn. Nigga, Jazz, Jazz Fest, Fest was like, lit, nigga. Bro, Jazz Fest is like a staple in Jacksonville. How you not go to that, my nigga? Bro, and it's the best one it's ever been because guess what? Remember how we used to have to set up the stage like off Main Street or wherever in these empty parking lots and shit and yeah, niggas be standing yeah, yeah. in the street? Okay, so the landing tore down. So Damn. now all of that open space where the landing was, that's where the main stage was. Oh, that's what's up. And then so like, yeah, nigga, so for babyface and all the and like she leading all that shit, nigga, I had VIP passes, nigga, with all you can eat and drink on it. I was fucked up, bro, at Jazz Fest this weekend. Yeah, nigga. Oh, last question for the group before we uh, get the fuck up out of here. When is the best season to hope? Summer or fall? Oof. I think it depends on if you're a girl or a guy. Okay, I'm I'm literally just talking about girls right now. If you're a girl, I would say it's summertime. Mm. I would say it's summertime because niggas be free. Niggas in the wintertime, yeah. they trying to work for them for their Christmas for their babies and shit. <laughs> yeah. Usually that's when they're making all the noise in the summertime. Yeah. Cause I'm on um I'm on Twitter or whatever, and like a lot of the chicks, they like excited because it's starting to get ho- uh cold and um they go. They can wear they like thigh high boots and shit. And then one girl was like, Y'all already know it's fall. This my best whole season of the year. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't get that though. I don't get what she's saying about this, this the, like because at the end, well, maybe for her personally, but like I just feel like summertime, like like niggas be checking for girls anyways, because they be dressing real skimp. Nigga, we from Florida. So you know what I'm saying? Like summertime, you got on skimp shit, they be at the beach. Like, niggas don't be really worried about, like, getting money right. Ain't too much family shit. Like, I was just telling a nigga, that, I was just telling a nigga today at work, bro, like, you realize this year is done, right? Nigga, Halloween gonna be here. Like, we gonna look up. It's gonna be Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Like, this year is over, bro. And, yeah. like, I feel like when it's holiday season like this, nigga, like, niggas be, like, on it. Like, nigga, it's Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. Like, all them shit's gonna come, like, boom, 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 real fast. And like niggas, like niggas in general, like if they got a girl or if they like got kids, they trying to fuck with like getting their shit situated. And you know niggas fuck with their family on Thanksgiving. 
And right. football season is during the fall too. So I don't know how these bitches hold it. Because a nigga care more about football than pussy. <laughs> this is just true, bro. It's just true. <laughs> and like that, we really out. Peace. Yeah. Peace. All right, niggas. You a hater, hater, bear.